Andrew, uh, it seems as though every week we has a, have a massive fight night and tonight, main event, together, together with No Limit Boxing and KO, have got a very good main card put on. And Liam Wilson, uh, who we've had on the show before, is uh, the, the feature fight. And joining us now, it's Ben Damon from Main Event. Ben, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Uh, well, this week we've got two. Uh, we've got tonight uh, on Fox Sports and KO with Liam Wilson against Matthias Rueda, the world number five against the world number eight at Super Featherweight. Then Saturday night we've got a world title fight, which is live on main event with Myris Bradis, the uh, Latvian IBF cruiserweight world champion, defending his belt against Australia's own Jaya Pattaya in a fight on the Gold Coast. So a very, very busy week for us, this one. Well, we had Dean Lonigan on yesterday and he was uh, very keen on Jaya Pattaya's uh, position that he finds himself in. He really thinks he's going to be successful here against Bragis. Yeah, well, if he is, um, that would be a massive win for Jai. He's someone who's sort of been on the scene in Australian boxing for a long, long time. He was selected for the Olympic Games back in 2012 when he was just 15. He competed at 16. So he's been around uh, seemingly forever, but now he gets his chance. And it's a tough one because... Bradis is uh, the best cruiserweight in the world by some distance, and he's a, a man who's uh, been at the very, very top level for a long time. We sort of hoped coming out to Australia that Bradis might um, take Jai Pataira a bit uh, a bit softly, a bit easily, come out here and think it's going to be easy, but uh, he's turned up in fantastic condition. He looks brilliant, does, does Bradis. And uh, if Jai Pataira is going to beat him, he'll need to be right on his game. But... Uh, He's talking a good game, Jai. I interviewed him last week and he left me convinced that he's going to be better than he ever has uh, been before. So uh, let's hope that he is because if he wins that world title, it's, uh, it's a monumental achievement in one of the most difficult divisions in all of boxing. Ben, tonight, uh, Liam Wilson, Matthias Ruder. It's the vacant WA International Super Featherweight title. Liam Wilson comes across as a, a really different sort of a character. He looks very quiet and softly spoken. But if you look at his eyes, there seems to be a real ruthless edge about him. No, you're exactly right. Yeah, he um, he's a lovely fella. He's actually a really gentle, nice guy. He's only young, but he's got a couple of young kids and he's a very, um, very gentle, doting father. But um, in the ring, he is something else. He's been boxing for a long, long time. He was an amateur star. Uh, he won a youth world title and an Australian title pretty early on. And then... Uh, with only uh, 10 fights under his belt, uh, in his 10th fight, in fact, uh, they threw him in against the world number six in Joe Noyne, and he got knocked out. Uh, he was beaten badly in that fight uh, on the Tim Zoo-Stevie Spark undercard, but he came back in his very next fight. A lot of people said it was a bad idea and took on Noyne again um, and produced a, a magical moment in the history of Australian boxing when he stopped him in the second round. Uh, he's spoken to me over the last week uh, on the main event podcast about uh, how difficult that time was for him. He uh, he sort of lost his way as a person in between those two fights and he just couldn't get Noyne out of his head. But uh, then he returned and, and did something quite incredible because not only did he stop him, but he allowed Noyne to get in the ring when he was four kilos overweight for that fight mm. and uh, produced something really, really special. So he uh, now gets his chance to go even further up the world rankings. He's at world number five at the moment is is Wilson. But if he could beat Rueda, who's the world number eight, then he might go as high as two in the world. And then you're starting to talk about world title eliminators and potential world title fights. So it's a, a monumental night tonight in the career of Liam Wilson, who's one of the more exciting boxers in Australia.
That's an interesting point you make, Ben, that everyone sort of uh, urged him not to have a rematch with uh, Joe Nornay, but he did and won. I wonder if that's <laughs> an omen for George Cambosis, uh, that sometimes rematches <laughs> do work. Yeah, well, that was one that certainly did. Um, the thinking was that it was just the wrong style of opponent. It was too early, really, yeah. for Liam as a professional. So uh, people were saying, oh, why don't you have a couple more with you know lower-level guys, and then we'll try and get him back. But he just thought that uh, by letting Noine away at that point, he was going to um, sort of lose his way as a boxer, and he even says that he lost his way as a person. So he demanded the rematch, and then when Noine went four kilograms over at the weigh-in, um, everyone just sort of assumed that the fight would be off, uh, including myself. We just thought, oh, well, that's he's way too over. They, mm. They're not going to get him down uh, anywhere close, so we'll have to have to wait for another day. But Liam Wilson said, no, I'm not letting him get out of the country. Um, he's going to fight me. I, I don't care what he weighs. And uh, going into the ring, there's every chance he was maybe eight or nine kilograms heavier than what Liam would have been after filling out even further. Uh, but it didn't matter because Wilson just got rid of him in a couple of rounds with uh, an incredible moment in Australian boxing. So, yeah, he was urged not to do it, but uh, he did it, and he did it very, very well. Um, George Cambosis has got uh, some really difficult things ahead if that rematch does go ahead because stylistically it doesn't look the right fight. But, uh, yeah, he might want to sit down and watch that uh, performance by Liam Wilson and, and take something out of it. You're talking about Wayne's watched it yesterday, Matthias Rueda. Looked as though he had had to really shed a lot of weight here, Ben, because I looked at him and there was something wrong, like his, his cheekbones were all sunken. And he doesn't look like that when I've seen him in the past or you see photos of him. Did he, so did he have to lose a lot of weight really quickly late into this preparation? Yeah, hard to know with um, the international teams exactly what has gone on there. They're not generally uh, too honest with that sort of stuff. So I'm not sure. He did look a little bit dry, that's for sure. But um, you can get a pretty good sense after they've weighed in um, and when they start to rehydrate just how badly uh, they've done it. He was happy to hang around and, and do some interviews with his translator and, and take photos and, and do the bits and pieces that needed to be done. He went to the rules meeting himself. He didn't leave his team to do that. So he wasn't in a rush. He wasn't uh, he wasn't struggling badly to get back to the hotel and you know pass out, essentially, while he's replenishing. So uh, maybe he just looks like that at weigh-ins. We haven't seen him in the flesh at a weigh-in uh, previously, even though we've watched him internationally. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure that he did it especially badly, but uh, one thing for sure is that Liam Wilson did the weight very, very well this time. He has struggled before, and he's been one of those who's really had to race off and you know start to put himself back together. But yesterday, he was even shadow boxing and, and did like a, a small uh, session with his trainer uh, at the weigh-in venue straight after. So he's in fantastic condition. He's done it very, very professionally this time around. And what it means is we should see the very best version of Liam Wilson tonight. And, uh, that version is a very good boxer. And uh, a couple of uh, positions behind Wilson in the rankings, as you say. But what can you tell us about uh, Rueda and his record? He's a, a devastating puncher. He's had 37 wins through his career and he's stopped 32 of those opponents. So that's a, a truly daunting record uh, wherever you've been fighting. He's only lost the once and that was when he challenged for the world title back at featherweight. That was in 2016 against Oscar Valdez, who uh, was a legitimate global star at that time. So no shame in a loss like that. But all the rest of his fights, he's won. He's the number one super featherweight in Argentina, which is their glamour division 
Um, there's 70 or so active fighters at super featherweight at the moment in Argentina, and he's the best of them. Uh, he is number eight in the world and uh, still considers himself to be well and truly in his prime and hasn't lost since that fight back in 2016. His power is his strength. He knocks most people out. And uh, Looking at what he's done through his career, he's got a devastating left hook and a big right hand as well. So they're things that Liam Wilson is going to have to avoid, but uh, he'll be thinking more about giving his own back because he wants to make a statement. He's headlining for the first time as Wilson uh, on TV and, and in his hometown of Brisbane. So a major occasion for him. And the opportunity is there for him to go as high as number two in the world with a victory in this fight. So it's a massive one. Well, it starts tonight, 7 p.m. You can watch it on Channel 505 and KO. It's also on Main Event. And uh, yeah, partnering here there here with No Limit Boxing. A couple of former rugby league players going around, Justin Hodges and Ben Hannett. That's where all the trash talking's been this week, Ben. <laughs> Yeah, Hodjo's really uh, lent into all that stuff. He wasn't one early on in his pro boxing career who wanted to talk that much. But, uh, yeah, I think he started to really find his way into the sport. And he sees uh, this fight against Ben Hannon as a route for him to potentially get a fight against Paul Gallen, which was planned uh, a few years ago. You'll remember that Darcy Lussick caught uh, yeah. Hodjo with that big right hand uh, in the first round of their fight when, uh, ultimately, it was meant to be a setup for for Hodjo to go through and be an opponent for Gal. And uh, now he goes in with Ben Hannett, possibly with the same uh, prize on the line. Um, Hannett surprised plenty when he fought against Josh uh, Papalihi. Um, that was a couple of years ago, but that was a, an exhibition fight when they were wearing headgear and big gloves. So it's a different uh, matter tonight with the smaller gloves and no headgear. And Justin Hodges is pretty confident that he can get the win there. And uh, Ben Hannett has obviously been working hard and, uh, yeah, it's an interesting fight between former teammates. Well, you mentioned Justin Hodges, Ben Hannett, Darcy Lussick, former rugby league players, and, and Paul Gallen. We've got another joining us after you in uh, uh, Dean Young, so we'll put in a word for you, Ben, see if we can get him uh, back in the ring. He's only 35. He looks fit, Andrew. He could go around, couldn't he? Easily. Yeah. We'll see how we go, Ben. Thanks very much Good. for that, mate. We'll, yeah, they're uh, all welcome. So uh, we'll get him a we'll get him a fight. We've got one every week at the moment, so there's plenty <laughs> right. of spaces to fill. <laughs> one for Dean Young, former George of the Warrior, current Cowboys coach. Good on you, Ben. Good luck Beauty. tonight, plus Saturday night with uh, yeah, that big fight on the Gold Coast as well with uh, Jai Opataya and uh, Breedis going around there for a world title fight. Good on you, Ben. Thanks. Chat yeah. next time. Thanks so much. Yeah, if you can get to the fights in Brisbane or on the Gold Coast this week, both outstanding events and. Saturday night, it's a legitimate world title fight. We don't get too many of them in Australia, so a really big night. Thanks, fellas.